Tears podcast. Let's do it. All right, everyone, you are tuned into the Bucketeers of Wide Receiver, Kalen Geiger, and we are about to have a great pod. This is the Bucketeers. You're tapped in, and here we go. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, electricity. I played with Rock and anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bug fans were there, too. The Mean Bug. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear. But we're joined by Pat It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like you got a little... No, nah, my, my uh, camera's broke. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you are tuned into the Bucketeers podcast live on our YouTube <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm live on Bucks Life Media Facebook as well. I'm your host, Tampa Tones. We're joined by a very, very special guest today. We'll bring him in here shortly, but we're also joined by the co-captain, Mr. Stunna. Stunna, how you doing today, my friend? Another beautiful day for you, or uh, how's Tampa shaking? Oh, man, another beautiful day in Tampa with the Monday Night Raw last night, representing for the 813. Let's get it. Hell, I heard Pat Maroon was there, and uh, obviously Pat Maroon, one of the better Lightning players, he was sitting right behind the Raw broadcast booth, and they were saying he was getting so into it, man. He was about to strangle one of the Raw announcers, Corey Graves, but that's just great, Tampa Bay Lightning getting into it, Pat Maroon. Glad you had a great time. Nonetheless, we have special guest Kalen Geiger here, as you guys heard from the intro i hope i got the intro i think i might have botched the record a little bit that's on me but nonetheless we're here with wide receiver kaylin geiger udfa hell of an athlete started at troy uh went to texas tech in college found himself as a udfa ended up with the tampa bay buccaneers and ladies and gentlemen this guy can straight out fly he's a jack of all trades he returned a little bit uh for texas tech last year he had a couple of carries as well um, 12 carries to be exact on the ground because he's known for his speed and quickness. And he was the second leading receiver in his first year at Texas Tech, ladies and gentlemen. This guy could put on a show, and believe me, for better or for worse, I watched a lot of Texas Tech games last year. Uh, Kalen Geiger, my friend, appreciate you joining. Kalen Geiger, senior, let me not forget the senior there. We do know you have a beautiful family with some little ones. We appreciate you carving out some time of your busy schedule. Let the people know uh, where they can get at you on Twitter and the likes of Instagram and whatnot. Yeah, man. I, uh, I first want to start out by saying I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Uh, appreciate the opportunity for this, you know what I'm saying, to speak out on my story and whatnot. Um, everybody can find me on all my social medias. This is Kaylin Geiger 3. Just find me, click me, follow me. I'll follow you right Pretty back. easy, man. I, I know it was easy for me right when you signed with us. You know, I'm like, this guy intrigues me. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to 
check him out a little bit, you know, watch some film right away. And uh, we'll, we'll get into your college journey and your journey all together in a little bit. And we do know UDFAs keep becoming more of and more of a prevalent thing in the NFL. Uh, we could go on and on about all the big ones. There have been uh, particularly Austin Eckler and the likes of that. We interviewed three Buccaneers UDFA just a few short years ago who all ended up winning Super Bowl rings with us, uh, Nick Leverett. Uh, Javon Hogan and Joshua Pearson. So that was a lot of fun, and we hope we can be saying the same when this year's said and done Super Bowl champion, Kalen Geiger Sr. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That would be tremendous. So, Kalen, we want to ask you real quick before we really get into your journey and whatnot. You had a little bit of time with the team to this point. How is team interaction, and uh, how is being – around the Buccaneers, obviously, with Tom Brady leading the way at the quarterback position. Is it surreal still a little bit to be sharing a field with the GOAT, or uh, have you gotten used to it by now already? Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, It's been great, you know. Uh, in this position, you got to get used to it pretty quick, you know. It can't be uh, um, excited and whatnot when we on the field. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely been surreal, you know, um, just watching them throw, man, from seeing them on TV winning Super Bowls to him throwing me a football, like, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting, man. And uh, just being in the in the locker room with the guys, everybody's so cool. Everybody got the same common goal. Everybody working hard. You know, it's been it's been pretty good, you know. Even with the other rookies, you know, we got a good relationship so far. You know, it's been – it's just been great, man. Yeah, how is how is the coaching been out there? And is the NFL route tree similar to what you ran at T-Tech, or is it a little bit more complex? Uh, that's a good question, man. It's it's I would say it's it's a little more it's a little more routes. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty much the same route tree, but a couple of things I haven't ran before, you know. But and the coaching is great, man. He's just talking to me, you know, uh, giving me some gems to come in and, and use right away, you know. Um, yeah, Coach Coach just been uh, – <laughs> you've been a great dude so far, man. That's what I can say. You got to run a lot more double moves in the league, or is it more like uh, breaking routes at certain depths that, that changed? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a lot more, man. Uh, it's, it's the same route, but you can run it in three different ways, man, just depending on the coverage, you know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? The different depths the route can turn to a whole different route depending on what the defense does. You know, like we did that in college, but not to this extent. You get what I'm saying? So that's pretty much the difference. What, yeah, the, what's the thing? was got to read the defense basically in the league, you know, like you're the quarterback yeah. out there. You have to make the reads. and, and Exactly. I got to see. I got to see what I'm ready to see. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what, what's your favorite part of being a speedster wide receiver? We know that's your uh, name to fame. You're one of those guys who could fly. You know, you, you got quick feet. You're 5'10", um, you know, well under 200, and you just absolutely burn some defenders. And you could run the ball. You could return the ball. Uh, what element of the game is fun about kind of being the jack of all traits, the guy that can burn people, the guy that can slash and dash? Because we know in the NFL nowadays, that's the prominent thing to be, right? Everybody wants a guy who is quick. Everyone wants a guy who could make plays. So I could very well see you gelling so well into this Buccaneers offense. Yeah, man, I, I would say the best the best takeaway from it is just being able to control it. You know, you don't got to do, you don't got to be fast all the time. You know what I mean? You can, you can slow it down to other, other, 
other gears. You get what I'm saying? And speed it up and slow it down and speed it up and slow it down. So I guess that's that's the biggest advantage. So do you see yourself – so you don't see yourself as a straight deep threat, but you think your agility helps you for separating from the defender and you're like a route tree expert more than just a, just a go uh, go route guy? Yeah, for sure, man. I love running routes. Like uh, I've been a slot in outside, you know what I'm saying? So I know pretty much both both kind of <laughs> fields, you get what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man, I just love running routes creating separation i don't want to just go deep all the time you know i want to make the defender look silly sometimes you know what i mean may right. think i'm going deep and then i break it off to something else you know like i, I specialize in that so and, and you've proven to be versatile in your career uh last year you inserted the most snaps offensively out of any non-offensive lineman for texas tech in your first season in an offense which is pretty impressive and obviously uh nowadays it's all about availability so what's part of your you know regime to stay on the field to make sure you're in game day shape and to make sure you can keep contributing for your team because as we know nowadays it ain't easy staying on the field especially in college with you know guys trying to make the pros when should they play when should they not play you were on the field for a wowing 616 snaps offensively. So what helps you stay and make that 616 snaps? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that, man. Uh, I would say meditating, you know, uh, doing yoga and things like that, man. I love uh, – that's something I picked up when I was at Troy, you know, and I've just been doing it ever since, man. Like, it's, it's really been helping me, my mind, my body, and everything like that. So I, I would say that's the biggest – that's the biggest thing for me is just meditating, stretching my body out, you know, talking to my body, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. So, Kalen, um, we talked a little bit about Stanima. Um, and if you're an appliability, definitely want to check out TB12. Um, but we talked a little bit earlier about the NFL, uh, you know, um, training room and, and the, the, the weights and the speed is, is similar. But that, that training table is a little different. Can you tell our Bucketeer audience what, what's the biggest change been for you? as far as off-season conditioning program in the NFL compared to college? Yeah, man. Um, I think I think the biggest thing for me being in Florida, man, is the humidity. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, it, it get rough, you know. Uh, I was running today, man, and I was just drenched, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah me I think – let, let me warn you, Kalen, before you continue. In Florida, with the humidity – what will happen is you'll get heat exhaustion or heat stroke and you won't even realize it because mm. you sweat and you don't, the sweat doesn't evaporate. Right. So you just keep sweating. That's why a lot of people that come here have to get IVs at halftime. Like that's, that'll be a home field advantage for you when you adapt to it because yeah. you will run out of fluid in your body and you'll dehydrate. You won't even realize it because of the heat and you're being active, but go ahead. Yeah, right. No, uh, it's it's funny that you say that, man. A lot of a lot of guys been saying that, like, man, you better stay on that water. You better uh, have some saved up, you know, from from where they uh, run out of you. But uh, yeah, man, I would say that's that's the thing. I thought it was hot in Texas, man. Get out here, and we just <laughs> just drenched. So yeah, but the, this is the desert climate where Florida is like being in the Brazil yeah, in the forest. <laughs> yes, yeah. rainforest. Yeah, rainforest. Yeah, so. But no, it's been great, man. Like the the running and everything, I love that though. You know, I love having to, having to adapt to stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So, and you I, said I remember the trainers are making your caloric intake go way up with the, with the amount of food they're trying to give you and and, and get your uh, body built up that way as well. Yeah, I remember um, 
Eagles came to town. What was it? Stun oh four oh five. Donovan McNabb started overheating, so he just started puking all over the field, man. It was, they, they, you know, they tried coming back, and then the Buccaneers went on to win that game with a 62-yard field goal by Matt Bryant to set NFL history. But I remember watching that game, McNabb getting sick on the field and whatnot. So heat exhaustion is a real thing, but uh, I'm sure Kalen is more than prepped for that throughout his way, obviously, you know, coming from hot spots like a Texas and whatnot. And speaking about your journey, Kalen, what ultimately made you decide to make the jump from Troy to Texas Tech? And let's hear a little bit about your journey and how you ended up at Troy as well, because uh, Troy is one of those college football programs that I think over the years has became more established and whatnot. So what what was it like getting to Troy? And then how did you make your way ultimately from Troy to Texas Tech? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, I walked on at a junior college in Corsicana, Texas, um, Navarro. Uh, yeah, I was there for two years. And Troy Troy was one of my offers that I, that I earned, you know. Um, and it just felt right. I took a visit out there. Uh, I loved, I loved the atmosphere, you know, I loved the history behind it and, and just everything about it really. So that's, that's what got me to Troy. Um, and why I moved to Tate because I'm a Texas boy at the end of the day, really. I just love Texas, man. But, um, I was having my baby boy and I went to get back around my family. You know, I wanted my dad to see more games of me, um, uh, it was my last year of college. It was it was a big step for me, but I had a lot of things I had a lot of things to take care of, and I, uh, that was that was just my best decision that Def- I could have made. Honestly. De- definitely, and uh, again, if you guys are just tuning in, we we are here with Buccaneers rookie wide receiver Kalen Geiger, senior, former Texas Tech wide receiver, and, and before even Troy. Before your decision to go to Troy, and that, that's a wonderful story, obviously, going to Texas, being a Texas boy, being close to your pops, you know, having a kid just makes everything worth it, all the family in the world. It's always key to be close to family, especially at that age where you're going through so much and, you know, you are looking, not that you want to look forward, but you know what's coming next and you're really at a critical point in your career where it's like, you know, I want to follow my dreams and play football, so I'm going to keep doing that. Or, you know, do I try something else? We've seen some really good college athletes go the other way, but I think for the Bucks' benefit, we're really glad you did uh, continue playing and continue your journey on. And uh, I just want to get your take on uh, draft preparation real quick, because drafted or not, you know, you got to get all that work in. You got to bust your ass off. I know what it's like. I think uh, back in the COVID year, we interviewed over 50, 55 um, rookies trying to make it into the NFL. Uh, a couple of them got drafted. A couple of them ended up becoming UDFAs on rosters. How was that process prepping for the NFL draft? Uh, I'm sure it was like nothing other you've ever prepared for in your entire life, but I'm sure uh, you handled it like you have all things to this point. Right. Um it was a great experience, man. Uh, I actually was out here in Florida. I was in Fort Myers uh, training with X3 Performance. Uh, guy hit me up on – I didn't know where I was going to train at or anything. I was trying to go to the desert or something, you know, <laughs> just be on my Rocky, my Rocky mode, you know. But, uh, yeah, he hit me up on social media. He said he really wanted to train me, uh, Jordan Lugan. Uh, so I went out to Fort Myers, man, uh, for a couple months and just – just gave all I had, you know, uh, it was a great experience. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a lot of guys 
who um who got free agent deals also. We even got drafted, you know, and we was all fighting for the same thing. So that was a pretty good experience for me, man. That's nice. incredible. Stunning. Go ahead. Hold on. Yes. Did you attend the uh, combine in Indianapolis? Was that an invite type thing? Or yeah, you have yeah that was me. Go ahead. Oh, my, my bad. Yeah, that was more of an invite thing. I, I just had a pro day at Tech. Nice, nice. And then, yep. uh, like like you said, at Fort Myers, the these these elite camps are pretty common in, in Florida. We have an IMG Academy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying here that that, that specializes in that for, for people for getting drafted, and and they have those all over uh, Florida. I was going to ask them, uh, how do you compare the culture in Tampa as compared to Arlington? I know it's not an on-field question, but uh, how's it been? You know, the, uh, as far as you know, being Arlington and comparing it to how you, how you are in Tampa now, and and what about the Tampa community and our culture? Do you enjoy the most? You say Arlington? Yeah, isn't that where you're from, or or uh, what we talked about earlier? Your high school. Yeah, no, I play Arlington High Schools in uh, in high school, but I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, okay, nice. So Fort Worth is right outside Dallas, right? So that's a big city type of you know suburb, and I'm sure that Tampa is is probably a big city vibe as well. Uh, is there any uh, similarities to it, or is there any differences between uh, the Dallas community and the Tampa community? Yeah, honestly, man, since I've been in school, man, I, I really I only I only go back to Fort Worth to see my family. You know, and whatnot every blue moon, you know what I'm saying, when I can. So uh yeah, I've been I've been gone for a minute, man. So but Fort Worth is a great it's a great town, you know. But since I've been here in Tampa, man, I've with the team and we've been going to the military bases and seeing all the fans come out, uh just seeing people all around going around with the uh, Bucks jerseys on, with the license plates, stuff like that, it's totally different, you know. Uh we got the cowboys, but you know what I mean, like nobody not not at Fort Worth. You don't see that like every day. When I go outside, if I go outside right now, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna see like a Bucks license plate or stuff like that. You know, it's not all over Fort Worth. So it's yeah. just in Dallas. You know what I mean? No, we we have a proud military community, and I, I pre and I would uh, encourage you to go out to the air shows where the, mm. where they have the, the 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 fighter pilots go out there and they put on air shows. It's just really nice. Yeah, and I bet. Also, you know, you got to try Gasparilla. Which is in January. Gaspar Parade is awesome event, and then you really gotta, you know, try Cuban sandwich from Mercados if you get a chance. Uh, if you're down there on 40th Street or whatever. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, you're talking to a uh, Tampa local for a long time and stun a season ticket holder for many years. He knows all the ins, outs, and abouts about the city of Tampa and what they could bring to the table. So if you ever need anything uh, good to hear or good to eat, my man Stunna could uh, hook you up in a hurry. But I want to uh, revert more so real quick before uh, we ask you some other questions about Tampa, perhaps, and your NFL journey. I want to hear a little bit more about your pre-college days. Uh, in high school, did you play any other sports, and how did it become football as your main sport? Uh, you know, I know it's it's an era where there's so many more sports to choose from or activities nowadays, I guess. You know, you got things such as major league gaming even making it into a uh, pretty big thing. You got multiple outlets of other entertainment like wrestling, like we talked about briefly. There's just so much things you could do as an athlete, I guess, nowadays. So how did football ultimately become uh, the cream of the crop for you and uh, any other sports or entertainment or activities involved along the way? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, since I was a child, man, uh, I got like baby pictures with like football jerseys on, you know, <laughs> uh, Stuff like that, you know. So I, I think football was just destined for me, honestly. 
Um, my stepdad introduced me to football when I was very young. Um, and I just been loving it ever since. You know, I went through the ups and downs of it. I wasn't the superstar, you know what I'm saying? Baby superstar like they got nowadays, just running like 80 touchdowns of games and nothing like that. But I just love how the game made me feel, you know. Um, but in high school, yeah, I played multiple sports. I played basketball, um, track. I wanted to do baseball, but I never got a chance to do that. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I love I love basketball, man. I love bas- I really love basketball. You know, I used to watch N one street ball all the time, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. That helped me on my game still today. But uh, yeah, I love basketball, just handling the rock and stuff like that. Who, so that who's was- your NBA squad, real quick, before you continue? The Celtics. You oh man, just fell short. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, but don't worry, I'm a Bulls fan, so uh, we've been used to that for the past two decades. So, anyways, carry on. I just wanted to see real quick, but good team to pick. Nah, for sure, I appreciate it, man. But uh, but yeah, I love basketball, like I was saying. Um, but but it's the way football make me feel when I'm on the field, man. It's no other feeling, you know. Um, it ain't even. It's not. I think it's it's the game itself, but. Just me being out there, you know, running and being with team, being with a team that's uh, for the same cause, you know, like it don't football is. It's a unique sport to me because all the pieces got to work for it, for you to have success. Get what I mean? So if the lineman not blocking, then the quarterback can't throw the ball to the receiver. You get what I'm saying? So it all works together. So I think. Just being around people, I'm an only child, so being being with like brothers, you know what I'm saying, people who you call your brother, man, like that's it's different for me, you know. So I really love that part of the game. Yeah, and the locker room is obviously a brotherhood, um, you know, or right. a sisterhood in women's sports. But in in uh, you know, I'm glad that you know you did ultimately choose football, and I know what you mean. I used to coach baseball, and uh, you know stepping onto that field you just get those hours away from everything and you know there's just no feeling like being out there and uh being being away you're kind of in your own little element I could only imagine uh you know being a professional athlete stepping on the football field and I love that you know you grew up around football with your pops your stepdad you said um he got you into the game that's that's how I was too my pops uh, since a young in uh NFL Sunday ticket was just glued to the tv every sunday and uh you know just grew up learning the game watching the game playing the game obviously uh i didn't make it like you did my friend that's why i'm talking and that's why you're playing so uh we'll keep it like that but nonetheless um you know still love the game and whatnot so what would you tell the youth looking to stay in the game of football because we know um a lot of people perhaps might steer their kids in other directions but if you could tell kids out there questioning to step on the gridiron or questioning to play the game of football, what would you tell them to say, hey, come on, keep playing, keep the sport alive like it should be? Yeah, man, I would say I would say, um, just believe in yourself. You know, uh, that's the main thing. You know, no matter what, no matter what nobody else is doing, uh, don't compare yourself to people or nothing like that, man. Just believe in yourself and do your best every single time. You know, you can only be you. You know, you can only – you can only do what you can do, you know, and you know that. So just believe in yourself and keep doing whatever you're doing, man, because it's <laughs> you can only try, you know. So yeah. just try your best and keep at it. They get that confidence through their, their being successful. And, and you, you mentioned the team aspect is what you love most about football. How's the wide receiver room been with the Buccaneers and 
you know how have they you know is there any friendships you've developed or who who which guys personality stand out the most and has mike evans foundation reached out to you to do any charity work or anything along those lines uh no i haven't been reached out to for charity work uh i hope so soon though because i'm 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 down for that but um uh, the receiver room, man, everybody been pretty cool. You know, everybody – I've been around the rookies the most, you know, since we all rookies, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing – went through rookie minicamp and stuff like that. So that's who I've been uh, chilling with mostly. And uh, all those guys are, man, all those guys are great. You know, we all, we all work together. You know, it can easily – you can easily go somewhere and everybody to their self and individuals, you know, and uh, just trying to get to the, get to their goal. But, you know what I'm saying, the guys that I'm around, man, they – it's just like brothers already, you know, and uh, and who stood out to me the most probably is Mike Evans, you know, uh, you know, it's just a, these just normal guys, man. Like uh, you see them on TV, you, you know what I'm saying? Just being around them is just like, man, they're normal guys, you know what I'm saying? Genuine, you know what I'm saying? Respectful stuff like that. So it's just great being around dudes like that. And uh, I, I got a chance to uh, talk to new head coach Todd Bowles a little bit back in April at the Arians Family Foundation golf out, and we sponsored a whole the Loose Cannons hole. Shout out to the Loose Cannons. But we were able to uh, chat and uh, catch up with some coaches and players and whatnot, and Todd Bowles was ecstatic. He was loving it. He was saying uh, how he's blessed with this good of a chance, uh, you know, with this type of roster, with this type of football team, obviously, uh, you know, his yeah. first opportunity came with the Jets. It came with the team that, you know, hasn't had the best luck the past couple decades or they kind of put themselves in losing scenarios based on not the head coaches, but more so the front office. Because Todd did have a very good season there his first year with them with an underwhelming roster. So a lot different here in Tampa where were quote-unquote prepared to win. What have you noticed about this team? You've mentioned Mike Evans. You mentioned a guy like Tom Brady. I mean, you could go on and on with the electrifying names that are on this Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. What makes right. this team so special, and uh, how far do you think you guys can certainly go? I know Super Bowl is the end goal. Uh, it's yes. a tough way to get there, but you guys could do it. Yeah, I think we're, I think with this team, they, we can definitely do it um, again. You know what I mean? Like they just—it's the same team that they had. You know what I mean? So, I think with this group of guys, man, everybody, everybody is together. You know, everybody is cool with each other. You know, like even the defensive guys—they know the offensive guys. You know what I mean? So, I can even go talk. I'm a rookie, but I can go talk to a vet on defense. You know what I mean? And just say what's up and stuff like that. So, I think that's very important. You know, um, just getting to know each other off the field, you know, stuff like that. Like, I go up there and work out. And guys up there, we chop it up all the time. We chopping it up while we running, you know. So, I feel like that's important, you know what I'm saying, to have on the team. And, uh, like I said, the Super Bowl again, man, that's that's the goal, like you said. And uh, I think we're very capable of it. And how cool of a cat is Todd Bowles? I know, um, you, you know, you'll you'll really get to know him here shortly in a couple of weeks and whatnot when you guys are busting your ass out there and uh, that in yeah. um, you know training camp and preseason and whatnot. But how well do you know Coach Bowles to this point, and uh, how great of a guy is he? Uh, he's a great guy, man. Uh, he be out there uh, before we practice. You know, I'm out there warming up. He'll walk. Walk by me, you know what I'm saying? Give me, give me a few words of encouragement before practice, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, the, inter the interactions that I've had with him so far has just been great. You know, um, yeah, pretty smooth dude. You know, I like all the coaches, to be honest. You know, everybody just themselves and just, you know, just cool. It's not overwhelming on anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just handle your business. 
and I like that about the whole coaching staff. Yeah, and shout out to some. We got Corey Hayes in the building. We got Pops Joe watching and so many more. Thank you for tuning into the Bucketeers. Once again, we are here with rookie wide receiver Kalen Geiger Sr. for about 25 more minutes as so uh, or so as our guy, you know, has to stay busy, has to stay on his grind for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this cu- upcoming season. We do appreciate you finding time as always, my friend, and uh not not only with the Buccaneers or whatnot, it could be from any point in time, could be college, could be pros or whatnot, but what player, I guess, uh, has made the biggest impact on you personally? Who have you tried to model your game after, perhaps, or who has been yeah. your quote-unquote role model as far as a football player go? Uh, I, I'd be selfish if I just said one person. <laughs> you know, um, You can name multiple. Give us a list. Give us a list. <laughs> I, I just give two, you know, uh, who I've watched the most, you know, if I could put them together, I'll, I'll say that's me, you know, um, Deshaun Jackson and, uh, Steve Smith, mm. you know, uh, I watched those guys. I remember watching those guys from till the sun came up in, in my, uh, junior college dorm, you know what I mean? So I try to model my game after those two, you know, and, um, and just try to, are you going to take number 11? You know, Deshaun played here with the Buccaneers. Yeah, I know, man. No, I'm in the same in the, in the in the Philly that year, man. He tore him up. You can go look at that old. Yeah. Game. All right, yeah, Kalen, for sure, man. Keep go. Answer that first, but uh, then we we got a question here. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just saying uh, I'm gonna stick with the eighty, man. <laughs> I really like the eighty. Nice. And, and how'd you land on that number? Any any specifics? Uh. No, nah, well, when I walked on junior college, I uh, I had they just gave me eighty one, you know, and uh, when I got here, they just gave me eighty, you know. So it really don't matter about the number, to be honest, you know. Uh, right. Number don't make you, you make number. You know? that play, man. When, when you're making those plays, that's all that matters. Your name is what matters, man. But anyways, uh, obviously, eighty was OJ Howard, so it goes from a pass catcher to a pass catcher, and he's in a new home this summer. He's out in Buffalo, and you're in Tampa, and Pops wants to know, Pops asks, what is his main personal goal he has set for himself this summer? So do you have anything specific you want to accomplish this summer? What are your main goals, so to speak, um, before, you know, the summer ends here in a quick month or so? Um, just make the team, man. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the main goal, you know. Uh, I'm trying to – I want to help this team uh, win the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? I want to – I want to be a part of that. I want to. I want to help. I want to contribute. You know. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my main personal goal. You know, just to be able to help. Yeah, and even uh, you know, the the wide receiver room is top heavy, but there are chances and there are uh, open spots on this roster. We've seen it last year. You know, the Buccaneers really could use some wide receiver depth down the playoff stretch and. Nothing against some of our guys. I love all of our wide receiver room, but I really just feel like you could make an impact and you could make a difference. And uh, I, I really hope you do get that well-deserved roster spot. And I'll be cheering for you week three preseason. I'll be at, uh, in Indianapolis at that Bucks colts game. So uh, I'll be on the lookout for you, my man. I'll be watching for you to make some plays and 
bust your ass right. open. But what are you looking forward to most during the preseason? And uh, you know, get hold into on, ex- hold on, Tones. I was going to say, Kalon, the, the biggest ahead, impact you, you can make is special teams. Our special teams have not been that good the last couple of years. And uh, you know, we need gunners. We need you know, we we need a lot of help there. You know, I mean, if you, if you look at a film, our special teams. You know, have, have we we're we're not in the top ten of the league. I put it like that. You know, so yeah, uh, that, that's that's one area that we need a lot of help. Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying, man. Like I said, I just want to contribute. I ain't it, whatever it is, I'll play center. You know what I mean? So yeah. whatever whatever it is, I can do, man. I just want to contribute and help the team win the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Well, you know, make getting getting either on the practice squad, but we we'll do it here. And I can say we have a proper tradition here with uh, unre- uh, undrafted uh, receivers like Adam Humphreys. You know, if you look up his story, you know, you remind me a lot of him. And uh, I think you got a real shot here. But, um, you know what I mean? Because of your work ethic and your attitude, I think it's going to carry you. But, you know, it's, uh, it's all about day to day. You know what I mean? It's all about day to day. You got to show up every day to work. Sure. Go ahead, yeah. Tom. I'm sorry. No, you're good. And, yeah, special teams, uh, something you're used to returning a little bit here and there last year for Texas Tech. We could surely use some help in the return game as well. But as you look forward to the preseason, as we look forward to the preseason, you're going to be stepping on the field. Other NFL teams, other opponents, we know we have some practices with other teams lined up as well. But what are you most excited for stepping on the gridiron uh, with these teams and honestly just making it to the NFL level, even it is preseason, but just playing in a game and get into a, you know, touch the water a little bit and uh, smell yeah. the coffee. Yeah, for sure. I would say I'm I'm most excited about putting on that Buccaneers jersey, man, putting on that helmet and stepping out of, stepping out on the field with the, with the guys I've been working with this whole time so far. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, getting like you said, just getting a little taste of what's going on, you know. Um, yeah, that's what I'm most excited for, you know, just be able to represent a team. Is there any game on the schedule that you're looking forward to the most? The first one? <laughs> Dolphins, yeah. Hey, trust me, Dolphins, Bucks, is a robbery. And uh, you can look it up, man. We used to practice with them, and I think we are practicing with them this year. And Hardy Niggers and Warren Savage used to throw hands. They had to quit practicing with them back in the day. So you can look it up. That's a real robbery in the, in the Bucks lore. It's the Bucks Dolphins. I remember last year, too, um, it got a little chippy. I think Antonio Brown got in the middle of an uh, interaction. So be careful. Yeah, that, was, that was the Titans last year. Yeah, it, it, their practices get chippy now. I'm going to let you know. Uh, a couple years ago when uh, the practices were open to public and we brought the Dolphins in and one of their players, we got into with the fans. I mean, it, it, it gets it gets kind of rowdy out there. So uh, one thing about it, it's a lot more on edge on, in the NFL. It's a robbery to get, it cut a little deeper. You know I mean? Yeah, I bet, man. That's like I said. I came from junior junior college, so that's my type of party, anyway. Right there, you go. <laughs> I went. I went to a junior college as well. My first year of college, and you know yep. the atmosphere is definitely a little different. Kind of feels like uh, the in between step of college, and like you know, you still see a lot of high school folks because you know. You, you, sometimes, well, I did because my JUCO was around me, but maybe not so much you. But, uh, you know, what was it like? Because I heard the same thing. I, I heard a lot of people love playing sports at JUCO. And nowadays, that's a great way to make the pro level. You start at JUCO, right. you get recognized there, you make your way through the system there. So how how was it at a JUCO? And uh, what did you enjoy about starting your career there for other potentials that might be thinking about starting their journey at a JUCO? Yeah, man, I'm glad you asked that question, dude. Um, 
Love my JUCOs, man. You know. Yeah, I, I honestly, I honestly feel like that's the best thing that could have happened to me, man. Um, cause it was just about football. You know what I mean? It was, it was no cameras. It was no, it was, it was no fans. It was just football. You know, like you gotta love football to do it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think that was that was the main thing about junior college that just stuck out to me. You know, it, it wasn't about the, the the glamour or anything like that, man. It was it was all. It was all you, that football, and your teammates. You know what I'm saying? Trying to win, you know, each and every week. So, yeah, I miss it. <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, man, it's nitty gritty. I remember going to a couple of those games, and it's like, yep, these dudes are here to win. They're a brotherhood. You know, none of them are playing for stats. They're playing for wins. They're playing, uh, you know, for each other. But then, you know, boom, you play well enough. You get recognized. Next thing you know. You keep inching up the ladder. Troy, Texas Tech, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Who knows what could be next for you? Right, let me uh, jump in real quick. Um, Go on. The one, thing, the one thing with JUCO is, you know, it's very competitive. Like if you ask Levante right. David where he played out in Kansas, you know, they only give you 10 out-of-state scholarship. So mm -hmm. he's a Florida boy. He got to, you know I mean, just to stay on the roster, he got to knock heads off, you know, and, and make an impact quick. And that's Great like the NFL students stay on that roster. You got to make the impact quick. You know, you got to knock heads off. You got to make plays. You know, and in the in the skill position uh, receiver aspect, you got to expose people out there, break the ankles and such. So, um, it, as far as competitiveness and staying on the roster, it's very competitive. It's very the same because the Midwest JUCOs that bring the Florida boys up there because we don't have we don't have JUCO football in Florida. All right, mm -hmm. yeah. that yeah, it's it's crazy, man. There's so much football talent you're going to see. Like uh, Mike Clayton, who wore number eighty for the Bucks, he he coaches out at Plant City High School. You'll mm -hmm. see man, these kids are, are, you'll be like, dang man, you can go somewhere. No, they don't go nowhere just because we don't have that system. Yeah, and that's one thing that Texas has that we don't have. We lose a lot of kids to the crowd, but of course, most of our most our best kids go play Ohio State and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I, I must say, man, that's one thing that JUCO does. It brings that competitiveness to stay on that roster. At least the the Midwest sure. JUCOs, like the ones that Levante David played for, et cetera. For sure. Yeah, and Kalen, we got another question for you. This yeah. one from the Loose Cannons Leprechaun. Have you asked him his ring entrance music yet? So if you're on your way to the ring as a superstar, or let's pretend it's the NFL, if you're on your way out of the tunnel and you could pick one song, what are you rolling with on your way to the ring, my friend? On my way to the ring, man, I got to roll with Erica Badu. Yeah. yeah, Erica Badu, man. Um, what's the song called, man? Yeah. Didn't you know? That's what it is. Didn't you know by Erica Badu? That's me. Didn't you know? That's right. Hey, when you drop, you know, three touchdowns on the Dolphins, be like, didn't you know? Shoot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Going to have to tap into that one a little bit and uh, see what that's about. But that's great stuff right there. Cleve and me taps in. This is great stuff. Very classy. Good work all. Thank you, Cleve and me, for the kind words. Yeah. Luke, the leprechaun chimes back in. He says he loves it, loves the answers. So, you know, a uh, couple big fans of Didn't You Know. Um, you know, can't wait to check it out. No you pun intended. that on the intro music, uh, Big T. Yeah, Throw it on there, man. That's where it's at. I'm going to tap that in. I'm, I'm going to bring that song in. We're going to fire that, that up in the intros for sure. There's no damn doubt about that. Uh, especially with Kalen Geiger Sr., man. Like this, this is the one question. and only. Yeah. What happened, Stunner? I said, I like this next question. Yeah, which team do you pick in Madden and why? So, not sure if you're a gamer yourself. Uh, you know, Madden, obviously, uh, controversial but beloved football game for uh, the yeah. game of football. 
a lot of people like it, a lot of people not so much. If you play it, or even if you don't, uh, besides the Buccaneers, because obviously we know that uh, you know you'd pick the Bucks and you you'd run you'd run show with the Bucks. But who who was your Madden team growing up? I guess so to speak. And uh, why would you pick that team to play with? Uh, growing up, man, it was it was Green Bay Packers, of course. Green oh, she will love that. Olivia will love that because that is my girlfriend, and she's a huge Green Bay Packer fan. So you're about to make your day right there, my friend. <laughs> But yeah, she knows what's going on. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite team growing up. They got a big OG on the side of their helmet. So, right. Yeah, so that's 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 where I'm going with. That's awesome, man. I, I I'm I'm literally I, I can't believe you said that. That's incredible. And obviously, you know, they had a lot of good quarterbacks. They never really had a bad quarterback, you know, uh, since the Favre days and whatnot yeah. those days. So they they've been having some beast running backs too, the Amon Greens of the world. Uh, later on, they got guys like Cedric Benson's. You know, uh, they yeah. they had some OGs in that backfield for sure. Leprechaun says, loves it. Cleveland me chimes in wide out. He loved watching growing up. One he looked up to, one he liked based off the speed. So you answered it a little bit earlier yourself, but uh, if you had any other wide receivers besides uh, Deshaun Jackson or Steve Smith of the world, perhaps, um, anyone else come to mind? Maybe more so older wide receivers or uh, newer wide receivers in the league? Because you gave, you know, two guys who grew up you know, a little bit ago in the NFL, DJX is still in it. But any newer guys or any older balls that are out of the league now catch your eye? Um, I would say I, I go both older and newer. You know, um, if I go older, I would probably say um, Ocho Cinco. Yeah. You know, his, 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 route, his, routes, his routes are amazing. <laughs> you know, so um, – and if I was to go newer, man, uh, it's a lot of – it's a lot of – it's a lot of great guys in the league now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would have to go with um, Stephon Diggs. Mm. I have to go with Stephon Diggs, man. It's just like, again, like the route running is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the biggest part of the game for our receiver, you know. So, they perfect that. So, And I, I'm a big Stephon Diggs guy. Like you said, his route running, his crafty ability – um, yeah. his ability to do just about anything as a wide receiver. And we're finally seeing his full potential here in Buffalo. So um, incredible to see Olivia. I told you she'd be happy. Heck yes, we get from that. So <laughs> Kalen making people's days on and off the field. Uh, coming up here, we got about, let's see here, 14 minutes left in the show. So we're, we're still here plugging away with Buccaneers rookie wide receiver, Kalen Geiger Sr. And we're about what? You guys report in a couple days, is that correct? Or are we like a week away from you guys reporting? Yeah, this Friday. This Friday, we back at it. Oh, wow. And uh, go ahead, Stunner. Is that a mini camp Friday or is that a report for training camp? Yeah, it's a report for rookies. You know, uh, the rest of the team come a couple days later. But, yeah, the rookies got to be here this Friday. So if you've been deep in that playbook and uh, for preparation or if y'all been meeting into a study hall, how, how's that How's that coming along? Yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody pretty much uh, went home, you know, uh, trained where they was training at and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm still here in Tampa. Uh, yeah, I've been going over the playbook, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, just yeah, ready for pretty much at the next level gets a personal trainer. Yeah. yeah, that's where uh, if you talk to Vita Veda, he said Sue's personal trainer and cook helped him out a lot when he had to overcome an injury during the Super Bowl run. So that's yeah. pretty much the way it goes. That's why I say get with TB12. They actually have something down in Soho. They have some pretty mm-hmm. nice facilities down there to get into. And uh, 
and the, and the uh, additional because like a lot of the guys they work out with the Bucks and work out on their own. At, uh, yeah. yeah, growing up, growing up, man, I never really had a personal trainer or anything like that, you know. So um, it's definitely gonna be fun, you know. what I'm saying getting it, get those connections with people and and start to do stuff like that. So yeah. So you connected with the best right there, CG12, man. Chris Godwin. Yeah, yeah you know, you see how he's coming yeah. back. Man, I've been seeing him, been seeing him every day, man. He's been working. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's known as one foe. I love Chris Godwin. You're very blessed. You got that wide receiver room with the Mike Evans, with the Chris Godwin. You got a lot of pros pros you could learn from. And LC Leprechaun says Packers beating Pats was the first Super Bowl I watched. Well, uh, you know, pretty entertaining there. So, uh, you know, at least you you got a good one. And, uh, you know, some people get stuck with a Broncos Seahawks type of first Super Bowl or whatnot. So uh, there you go. Pops has another question for you, Kalen. Um, what was the highlight game at Troy and same at Tech for memories? Was it, you know, playing Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Uh, do you have other – I know you guys almost beat Baylor this year and Baylor – had an incredible year, um, you know, in football and whatnot. So if you had to pick one memory from Troy, one mm -hmm. memory from Texas Tech, what what are the two that stand out to you? Uh, at Troy, I would have to say Coastal Carolina, man. Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I had some out for those guys for some reason. Both either years, you know, it was just Coastal Carolina. Um, at Tech, I would say that Baylor game. It was the last game of the season. Um uh, they was at the top of the ranks. Uh, yeah, um, it was kind of hitting me, you know, like, dang, it's my last game at Tech, you know, uh, kind of getting emotional. So, yeah, that Baylor game is something I'll never forget for sure. And, and those are some incredible ones, obviously. Playing a team like Texas Tech, Baylor, that is certainly a big deal. And Troy Coastal Carolina, you know, you have a fellow uh, UDFA Coastal Carolina wide receiver that you could talk yeah. to that game about, perhaps. So that'll be some uh, fun conversation there as you get closer with the rookies, as you do some talking and whatnot. Have you had any convo about that game yet, or uh, does that kind of get, you know, not talked about between the two of you? Yeah, not for sure, man. Like we are, like I was saying, we are, we are pretty close, you know, like we all in the same boat, you know, and we got that understanding. We help each other and stuff like that. So of course we had that conversation. I let them know, yeah, man, that was me. <laughs> that was me. I apologize. I apologize for what happened, you know, but uh, no, nah, it was great. It was, it's, it's been great, dude. Like, seriously. Yeah, Cam is a great guy. You know, uh, we talked about it. We actually seen each other uh, at a senior bowl, a tropical bowl in Orlando. Mm. You know what I'm so I've been seeing him a couple of times before we got here, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's Cam Cameron Brown, a, a good one. And how was the uh, Senior Bowl, the Tropical Bowl, while you're at it? Uh, it was it was a good experience, man. It was a lot of it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of good guys there. You know, um, it was a great experience. Nice. You know, we have the we used to have the Shriner game here in Tampa. Okay. But I don't I think they quit playing it because Tropicana Field really isn't a good playing surface. So I don't mm -hmm. know if they uh they quit um they quit having the Shriner game here and uh you know uh Tone and I like to go up to the senior bowl sometimes and check it out as well. So those all-star games are just another opportunity uh to get on film, but really the the, the practices is what help out the most. And you know, we had Ali Marpet come through here where he was he shined in the in the uh practices as well. 
Um, is there anything, you know, as we report with rookies uh, coming up, is there, is there any, um, is there anything that, uh, you know, you're looking forward to, to displaying that you've been working on this summer that may be an improvement. And then I wanted to know if you had any post-career plans, you know, what do you plan on doing as far as a career in the future after football? Right. Uh, yeah, man, I think, uh, just coming back to camp, I just wanted to display my personality, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to, um, it's easy to be nervous or timid, you know what I'm saying? Um, coming into a new situation. You know what I mean? Um, so I just want, I just want to uh, show my teammates, you know, um, that we are here for a reason, man. And it's, it's, it's still at the end of the day, it's still a game of football and we're here to have fun, man. So just enjoy the time that we got. You know what I mean? So, I think that's the main thing let for me, me. Let me throw in with that, Kalen. I'm going to tell you right now, the, the best way to display your personality, not necessarily with your teammates, but it's the fans, is you sign autographs. You'll see guys like Mike Evans will sit out there and he'll sign autographs and and he'll be like, he'll be the last one out there. He'll make sure, and this is Mike yeah. Evans now, you know what I mean? And right. he'll make sure that he that every single person gets that autograph. And, uh, uh, you know, we had Rojo here. He was a, He was a Texas guy. And, you know, he used to slap hands, you know, after touchdowns in the stands. And he really made himself endearing to the fan base. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm telling you, when you go to show that personality, definitely give it to the fans as well, you know, because that's going to yeah. really make legendary. Because we really look up to our players here in Tampa, like you see. And, uh, you know, we talked about charity earlier, man. If you go to some of these Buccaneer elementaries like Sulphur Springs or, you know, Nucio Park and stuff like that, just hand out T-shirts, man. These kids will look up to you the rest of their lives. But go ahead. I wanted to hear um, about your uh, what, what you plan on doing after football. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that, man. That's uh, that's something I look forward to doing, you know. Um, but um, yeah, after football, uh, I want to have. Well, I, I'm going to have. <laughs> I'm going to have a, a lot of things going on, man. I just want to dip and dab in, in everything, you know. Um, any any type of business. You know, okay. any type, yeah, any Those type of business will come for you, man. You you got time to think about that stuff too. You know, you 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 you, you got your time and you're focused on the field. You know, we see, uh, you know, guys get into business. You're gonna succeed whatever you do. I'm sure coaching might be an option for you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if you've actually, ever... uh, Deshaun. I mean, uh, Vincent Jackson had a business. He had a restaurant downtown in Soho. He was a former uh, Buccaneer wide receiver. Get what yeah. I'm saying. Like but that. what I was what I was saying is the Buccaneers have one of the biggest social media platforms. You know, you're on the Bucketeers now. We have so many social media uh, groups with, within the Bucks Nation. If you look, a lot of our a lot of our players are go into mm -hmm. uh, media afterwards. And I was going to say, man, Kalen, you'd be perfect for the media world because of your personality. You know what I'm saying, and, and and how inviting you are, and how you keep the conversation moving. So I would I would definitely like to recommend you know. Um, to, to, to look into media because a lot of ex-Buccaneer players really make it big. You know, John Lynch went through that route. He was a commentator. Uh, you'll meet Rondé Barber. He does the preseason here. He, he does the Buccaneer stuff in the Buccaneer social media. So there's a lot of opportunities there, and I just wanted to throw that out there. Go ahead, uh, Tom. Yeah, our buddy Loose Cannon's Leprechaun says football and football only, Kate. There's something besides football, and he ends it with, I'll be at camp. He'll be at Camp uh, Bucks Junior Day eight three better see some hustle smiley face. I'm sure you ain't gonna disappoint with the hustle aspect of it. That's for damn sure. And uh, as you guys know, we are here for about five more minutes with Kalen Geiger 
senior, and we were talking earlier in today's show about um, the Coastal Carolina-Troy game being a memory. Geiger uh, had 103 receiving yards that game and as, as he torched Coastal Carolina. And then last year as well, you had back-to-back 100-yard games against Florida International. Uh, our boy Anthony Gator is a quality control coach over there right now. Thank God he wasn't there yet, or he might have had a heart attack as you did that to his uh, defense. And then against Texas, you had a 100-yard performance as well. So what, what's so special about these 100-yard games and performances? And, uh, you know, what, what gives you – I know at the end of the day it's team goals, but it is always – awesome getting that yard marker of a century what does that feel like for you uh it feel feel pretty good man i mean uh it's just it's just a good game you know the the the, the ball was on me you know it was my game you know so uh, so you just contribute (laughs) yeah i did my part you know i mean it really wasn't nothing else to it i mean i'm just trying to win yeah and we do have some other friends of the show watching um paul chin and brad thompson coach brad thompson's a bills fan he says digs exclamation point so you're making a lot of people happy with who you're choosing tonight we got kevin waters saying go bucks olivia chimes back in agreed he has a great radio voice so a lot of people are uh you know barring for you to uh you know event you're gonna have a long playing career let's not get that twisted after your days of playing are done you hang up the cleats you you get in the broadcast booth, or even just podcasting in general, as we see that's such a big thing nowadays with ex-athletes. Have you ever thought about perhaps uh, doing both at once? We see that's a thing nowadays, podcasting and playing, or uh, is that something you're going to consider down the road and you're just focused on the gridiron right now? Uh, yeah, I'm just focused on the gridiron right now, but it's definitely something I want to uh, dip and dab into, you know, uh, trying to learn my way around the camera and, and whatnot, stuff like that, so... Yeah, it's definitely intriguing, you know, but um yeah, I'm just focused on focus on football right now. Absolutely, and we are a few short weeks away from football. So, what's one thing you have been doing away from the team every day that you can say uh, you, you think is uh, outside the box thing or, you know, something that you just do that's part of your routine that helps you get through the days until you get back to training camp, you know, help you keep your football brain and help you keep in shape perhaps. Uh, meditation, man. <laughs> yeah, that's man. the key to this episode, man. I got to start meditating, get some moves you going. You might need man. acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, I might need. I need a lot more than acupuncture, man. That, that, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, I got to get meditating. What are some? Uh, or how, how did you start meditating? Or for people that are interested in getting into meditation, what's one thing you could tell them that's a uh, good stepping stone in the right direction? Uh, I would just say um, make a com- comfortable space, you know, uh, preferably outdoors, you know, in nature, you know, and um, just sit with yourself, you know, and um, sit with yourself, ask yourself questions, you know, just close your eyes and just think about life, you know, um, silence your mind, wonder why you do what you do, you know, uh, talk to your body, stuff like that, you know, you uh, just clear your mind, you know what I mean? Like, I think in now, in, in today's society, I don't think we do that enough, you know, with so much stuff going on in the world, you know, you never really get that time to just quiet your mind, so I think that's important. Yeah, Stana, um, any more last-minute questions? We're already almost reaching an hour now. I, I, I do think 
you know, meditation, clearing the mind is important. We got so much bullshit to deal with nowadays, man. It's just, you know, the news, all negative Nancy nowadays, all sad. But, you know, that that's why meditating seems like a great thing. Help you keep your head on the right track. Help help just keep living, man. I, I tell people all the time, every day I could wake up and put on a pair of pants is a good day because it's a crazy world out there nowadays. So, Stana, any, any last questions uh, you have for Kalen before – um, we let him say his closing statements and bounce out of here. No, I definitely say that uh, I can see how meditation helps with the stamina and the body healing. You know, uh, you can definitely target your your trouble areas that way. And you know, in the NFL training table, you know, you're going to stay on top of that anyway. We mentioned the, the problems of society, and I think one of the cures is heroes. And one thing about it is, if you play for the Buccaneers, you're going to be a hero in this community. And so what you do is you have to make those impacts and you impact the youth and you just tell them that, uh, you know, it's okay, you know, to, uh, to be a teammate and that we need teammates and that we're all teammates in our community, just like the Buccaneers are teammates, you know, on the football field. And just like you said, I can't score a touchdown if we get a holding call, you know, we got to work together. You know, I can, I can make a highlight reel and there's penalties all over the field. Which you know you're going to get with the Buccaneers because referees hate us. That's another story, but um, you know you 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 could do your part, and I'm glad that you want to be active because um, I think that you're really going to fall in love with the Tampa community, and uh, I will say there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, it's kind of like like you know sorority fraternities. They have opportunities in the real world. The same thing with the Buccaneers. Once a buck, always a buck. And once you have, once you put on that Buccaneer helmet, and once you wear that, you know, Buccaneer varsity vest, versus basically, you're going to be an impact in this community and nationwide. Because we, as Tones, man, he, we got Buccaneer fans all over. You're going to see that. You're going to be like going to Arizona. You're going to see a bunch of Bucks fans. You're like, dang, where do these guys come from? I'm in Arizona, but we really have a national slash world following. We have UK uh, fans. You know, you're going to see. We got an international game this year. Germany. In Germany, you're going to be a bunch of Germany people that love the Bucks. You know, what the heck? It's, but that's just the impact we have because football is a very special sport, and that it takes heart and character to 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 win. You know what I mean? Nothing's gifted, and nobody's going to give you that victory. You're going to have to go take the victory from people. I used to tell them you got to pull it out of their heart because they're not going to just give up that 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 you know. They're just going to take an L. Nobody's going to just take an L. They're going to want to have W. So yeah. it's that extra effort that it takes and. And uh, that makes you courageous. That makes you a hero. That makes you someone to be admired. And with that, you know, like Spider-Man, there's a great responsibility in our community that you got to follow up, fill out. And I think you do a great job at the Buccaneer schools, like Sulphur Springs, Lucio Park, you know. Mm-hmm. You just visit them schools and hand out T-shirts, man. The, the look those kids will give you on their face is going to be something that will last a lifetime. And uh, you're going to be a hero in this community forever. And I and I think you I think that you have – you know, that kind of opportunity with us. And, I, and I'm very, you know, proud of what you've done in your career, you know, to, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's a recruiting issue in high school. I can imagine it would be, but you've overcome so much, you know, and you fought so hard to get on rosters before that this is just going to be one more uh, struggle, you know, in your, in your ultimate chapter in life. And uh, I think that you're going to do so much here as both a football player and as, as a leader in our community. And, and you know, Bucketeers, we're we're behind you, and, and we definitely want to uh, encourage you on the way. And uh, you know, anything we can do to promote you, you know what I mean, to get you the resources you need, we're there for you. 
Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Much love. But, yeah, that total love, total love. You're gonna see the love. You'll never see the love like when you come out on that field and you hear them fires cannon. We say fire the cannon, uh, fire the cannons around here, man. When you hear them cannons go off, it, it's like you know, it feel like you feel like a pirate storming the the uh, stores with Jose Gaspar. You know what I'm saying? That's what you gonna feel like. So, uh, we, go fire ahead. the damn, uh, fire the damn cannons. That's what I like to say around here. We have a couple more comments to wrap up besides before i get my closing statement then we get kaylin geiger seniors last words here on the bucketeers cleveland me says i wish this dude the best god bless and uh cheering for him so thank you cleveland me i think we're all big kaylin geiger senior fans loose cannon leprechaun really wants you to stick on the field he said no podcast stick with ball thanks for talking to us so that's awesome man i, I met loose cannon leprechaun at the arians uh, family foundation golf out and he is the man he's a huge bucks fan he's a season ticket holder he's one of those fans that stunna says we'll show you the love we'll show you the support we'll show you the warmth so and then we got bucks life chiming in let's go so a lot of excitement going on right now i think everyone's kind of itching kind of smelling football being in the air you know so many people are just so excited um we we do have another question here real quick from facebook before uh you know we we get to more brad asks going from a star wide receiver to udfa special teams is the first opportunity how do you adjust to taking on that different role in year one and two so we talked a little bit special teams earlier are you doing anything different to try and uh dip into special teams or are you kind of just uh playing your game i know we talked about special teams a little bit to this point uh, yeah, man. Uh, I never played. I never got the chance to play gunner before, you know, uh, so this is a great opportunity for me to uh, do something, step outside of something that I've never done. You know what I'm saying? So uh, obviously returner, you know, um, anything, man, like I'm just up for any challenge, you know. So uh, like I said, it's exciting, man. You know, uh, I get to showcase what I got, everything, my heart, you know, I get to put my heart out there, you know, and uh, see what happens. And I love it. And uh, we also have Billy Green from Boston watching. Billy from Boston, thanks for tuning into the Bucketeers. So uh, as we kind of wrap up here, I, I look through this list. I see these type of names, Wes Welker, Marion Motley, Drew Pearson, Chris Harris, Priest Holmes, Brian Waters, Jason Peters, Larry Little. There's a lot of Hall of Famers, uh, Priest Holmes, Adam Venateri, a lot of pro bowlers, Hall of Famers on this list, James Harrison, Rod Smith. One thing these guys all have in common, I mean, Antonio Gates, Tony Romo, I could keep going on and on, John Randall, Cornell Green, Cliff Harris, Austin Eckler, Josh Wells, your teammate, Aaron Stinney, your teammate, Warren Moon, for crying out loud, all these guys have in common. They're all undrafted free agents, right? Okay. So everyone starts somewhere. And uh, it's really what you make of your opportunity and not only your first opportunity, what, what you continue to do, because one of your teammates, a guy like Cam Bright, you know, mm -hmm. he started off as a UDFA on the Buccaneers and then they cut, they cut him. He goes to the Saints for a couple weeks. He doesn't even play a snap with the Saints. They cut him. The Bucks bring him right back. What, the, what does he go on to do? Uh, be one of the more reliable tight ends that the Bucks had in their history. He never gave up. You know, he kept bouncing around, stuck to his grind, stuck to his guns, and really just kept going and motoring. And uh, all these guys have a high motor. 
we know you have that high motor. So I think that's really something that people label uh, NFL players and athletes too much with is, oh, what round were they taking in? Where did they come from? Uh, were they undrafted? It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's what you do on the field and off the field that separates yourself from the rest of the pack. And as you said throughout this podcast, you know, you're there. You guys are doing things for the military. You hope to get a chance to do good work for a charity event soon and whatnot. And, uh, you you know, you're meditating and uh, staying in football shape. And uh, you continue to bust your hump and do these great things and help build your great character. And as you've seen the comments from all these people commenting, just from this podcast, they know how great of a guy you are and uh, how well motivated you are and how good of a blessing it is that you are on the Buccaneers for both on and off the field purposes. So I guess I just want to take this time and say we appreciate all your hardships and efforts to this point and what you're going to put into not only the Bucks in the future, but the National Football League. And not only that as well, but the community of Tampa, the city of Tampa and, uh, you know, wherever else your future playing endeavors or post-playing endeavors may lead you're going to be a star on and off the field and uh we hope it's here in tampa for a very long time i don't hope i know that you're going to make it i know that you're 10 years at least 10 years you know after that (laughs) yeah after that we'll let you enjoy retirement maybe you know we might ask you to pull a tom brady and uh spend 40 days away and then decide (laughs) to come back or you know maybe gronk decides to do that his girlfriend has hinted at that as so so you never know who's in who's out retiring uh just a game nowadays anyways but we hope you're here for a very long time making impacts both on the field and in the community mr kalen geiger senior and you see these guys on my wall i got josh wells i got uh levante david i got mike evans so i hope your name ends up here very soon my friend that would be awesome to, um, you know, have your name up on the walls. I got Elstott, Simeon Rice, Cambray. I got all the legends, you yeah. know, going down the line. So nothing would be better than to having the opportunity to watch you play, produce for the Bucks, and then having Kalen Geiger Sr. represented in the man cave. So, my friend, we very much appreciate you here. We're going to, as Stunna said, you need anything, we're here for you, man. We hope to talk to you throughout the season and far far beyond as well so never hesitate to reach out my friend i hope uh you know i'll I'll be hitting you up before the colts game hopefully uh, i'm front row could maybe talk to you a little bit could ask you some questions and link up and see how things are going so i I really hope that could happen as well are there any other uh words or advice and i mean believe me i i have five regular season games on the docket as well so you're going to be uh seeing a lot of me hopefully my friend and uh we'll be seeing a lot of you and uh you know whether it's in the stat sheets or in the community you're going to be contributing for the tampa community for uh the better and we're all firm believers in that are there any last words um or any last things you want to say uh feel free to take as little or as long as you want here the floor is yours for uh any last thoughts or words on the Bucketeers podcast before we let you get back to your busy life and your beautiful family? Uh, yeah, I just want to say, man, I appreciate the opportunity, man, talking to both of you guys. I had a great time. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Bucketeers, man. Continue to watch these guys. They're some great guys, man. Um, yeah, much love. Yeah, and uh, we, we know that uh, we, we do appreciate those words and 
Um, like I said, we got some other OGs lined up throughout the season. But you're a first player this year, man, so um, that is awesome. We have a couple other ones lined up. We got Anthony Gator, former Buccaneer FIU lined up. But uh, before we let you bounce out of here, before you log off one more time, could uh, we get one more Kalen Geiger? You're listening to the Bucketeers podcast. That would be awesome, my friend. Of course, man. This is Kalen Geiger, and you're listening to the Bucketeers podcast. Thanks so much. And actually, it's pretty cool because Madden Underground comments that good luck to him. And he's actually, we, we got another, the next one ain't live. But after this, I'm taking a little break. Then we got a Madden show coming mm-hmm. up with Madden Underground. And it's pretty cool. I don't know if you still play Madden, but Madden Underground creates leagues. And, uh, you know, a couple Bears players and NFL players um, join together and actually join Madden Underground's league. So if you ever need a Madden league uh, and you want to play with some other NFL players, my friend, you want to be able to play your play or talk your talk um, with some other guys around the league, I'll get you in touch with Madden Underground and we can make that happen. For sure, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, again, Kalen, uh, we can't thank you enough, man, and uh, good luck this upcoming season. And I'll talk to you soon, man. Uh, I'll, I'll see you in Indianapolis, that's for sure. Okay, thank you. Thanks again, brother. We appreciate you for everything you've done. And uh, that was Kalen Geiger Sr., ladies and gentlemen. He uh, joined the show, and uh, it, it's been fantastic, Stunna, having a guy like Kalen on, hasn't it? Yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, it's great introspect, man, because, you know, some of these kids, you know, they're like, you can make it, you can make it to the NFL. All you have to do is stay at it. You know what I mean? Here, here you got Kalen. He has he 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 dealt with so many things along the way, and even not being drafted, but he stayed at it. And it, and, it, and, it, and 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 he told you why he loves the game of football. He loves the team aspect of football. He loves being part of a group, and he loves to accomplish great things. And everybody loves to win. So um, you know, I, I think he's an inspiration for for anybody. You know that that's that's maybe uh, doubting the recruiting process at, at the high school level if they're if they're maybe uh, doubting their uh, draft prospect at the, at the next level. You know, you just stick at it, and eventually, good things will happen as long as your character and your attitude is is in line. You know, with being a winner. Yeah, and I, I think that's so important that you mentioned that because Kalen is a guy who has a huge 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 passion for the game. You don't see that with a lot of rookies nowadays. You see a lot of players or people take the easy way out, not just in football, but in life in general. And when things get tough, a lot of people jump off board. But here's Kalen Geiger Sr., a guy who went to Texas Tech last year, helped him out ever so much, was their leading offensive snap man besides offensive linemen. And if you guys know the game of football, if you somehow beat an offensive lineman in the snap count, that means there's likely something wrong with that offense lineman. So Kalen Geiger Sr. had 616 snaps offensively for Texas Tech last year, and he helped mentor a younger program um, into a bigger thing, into a bigger role. And you've seen it pay off, right? Because at the end of the year, a team that was struggling a little bit here and there took a team like Baylor, who almost uh, went on to do big things in the college football playoffs. They played in a prominent bowl game. A guy like Kalen Geiger Sr. led all those young guys and all those other guys at Texas Tech to really play to their best ability, really give it their all. They pushed a team like Baylor 
to their last limits, to their last legs. And really, it just kind of goes to show the growth and progression of Texas Tech last year with the leadership of Kalen Geiger Sr. as Billy Green shines in. Yeah, buddy. And what he was able to do for that football program. So I'm very much so looking forward to seeing him do the same thing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take those guys um, and elevate their play to the next level, make us into one of those teams, uh, you know, with durable weapons, durable people, seeing his face on the field, all of that fun stuff. So, Stunner, that's pretty much all I have. you have anything else before uh, we bounce out of here, warm or uh, cool off our uh, vocals for a little bit and then bust into things in about 30, 40 minutes or so with Madden Underground? Nah, man, I love the following, uh, you know what I'm saying? I love the enthusiasm in the community and, you know, Bucketeers doing great things and uh, we're going we gonna to continue to grow, to, uh, grow the social media platform into, the, into its, uh, you know, utmost potential and it's just another A-plus podcast, but, uh, you know, everyone else outside and, and Bucks Nation needs to stay tuned because I really think this is our year to uh, hoist that trophy, man. We, we got to win the Super Bowl, you know. When you have a team like this, you can't squander that because, you know, you come short, you know, uh, like I tweet out something about the 98 uh, Vikings, man. They had a, they had that great team. They they came short. And what did they do since then? They ain't done nothing since then. So, uh, you know, we've, we've had our down years, and it's time for us to enjoy the success. And we really got to win the Super Bowl this year to, to uh, take advantage of the, of the roster we put together. Yeah, I, I totally agree. We got to take advantage. We got to keep making moves and we, we, we got to keep doing our thing. We have the roster to compete. We got these guys, uh, you know, new bodies in, new free agents in, new rookies in like Kalen himself and uh, others to help us do so and compete. And like you said, continue to grow the following, continue to grow the culture and continue to do the most and represent the city of Tampa and the great sports trend that this city has been on for the past handful of years. And no one better to help us represent the city of Tampa, in my opinion, especially after tonight, the Buccaneers wide receiver, number 80, the new number 80, the race of the place, the man with the fast feet. He, he'll, he'll burn you in a race. He'll burn you on the gridiron. And he'll also run routes that'll pff, make your jaw drop and make you wow. No one better to do it than our friend of the show now. I, I hope he can sit. I, I swear there's more of us, too. You see me and Stunna now. You see me and Stunna in every episode. Well, our other co-hosts are coming, uh, you know, the offseason, and they disappear. But we, we, we got the Calvary on the way. And, and we got more guest hosts scheduled, too. So, yeah, that's don't right. worry about it. This thing going to grow like it's going to be like a train down the track. So you can't stop that train from coming. Yeah, so we, don't worry about it. Whoever you see on here, we're gonna have more guest speakers. We're gonna have more, you know, um, guest situations. We're gonna have more live events. So just chill, y'all. Yep, we, we're gonna have Anthony Gator, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Florida International Quality Control Coach. We're gonna have Tom Ponzo from WDAE. I hope to get Tom Ponzo at least from WDAE or formerly with them. He was the man over there. We have Jake Chahimiak lined up. He sets up autograph signings and memorabilia deals with these Tampa Bay Buccaneers themselves and whatnot. We have Madden Underground lined up as well, and uh, we're very excited for that one. So just a plethora of great guests. Host of Cleveland, me, Joe, before the Colts game. So laundry list of guests, laundry list of co-hosts, and you'll see Stunna and me here the whole time. Once again, guys, we were with 
Fantastic rookie wide receiver, Kalen Geiger Sr. And it was incredible, ladies and gentlemen. We were very honored to be with him. We hope to be with him again. And we'll see you guys here in the near future on the Bucketeers podcast. You can keep up with us on Twitter at Bucketeers, Instagram, Bucketeers Pod, YouTube, Bucketeers Podcast, Facebook, Bucks Life News, LLC. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, and so much more. This has been another blessed episode of the Bucketeers Podcast. Until next time, this is Tampa Tones. That was Stunner, and that was our man, Kalen Geiger Sr., really an incredible guy that we look forward to talking to again in the near future. This has been Episode 74 of the Bucketeers. I know you're nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, electricity. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Buck fans were there, too. Meat Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show. Of WDAE, uh, Pat Donovan, and it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear. But we're joined by. Pat it looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like we got a little. No, my my uh, camera's broke. <laughs>